the wait is over and Oklahoma State finally has a new defensive coordinator. Derek Mason out of Auburn was announced late Wednesday morning. Plus, we're talking some Oklahoma State basketball all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey, co-host of Fantasy Besties and avid Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. Seven weeks of waiting and then hearing a name and having speculation and rumors and all the hubbub that comes with waiting for a coach announcement We finally have a new defensive coordinator to try to take over the shoes that Jim Knowles left empty when he left for Ohio State. Derek Mason out of Auburn. He has over 20 years of coaching experience. He was the head coach for seven years for Vanderbilt before last season he took over as the defensive coordinator for Auburn. So he did that for a year. An SEC coach makes a lateral move to the Big 12. That feels monumental, especially on a season where so much has been talked about OU and Texas leaving for the SEC and how much better the SEC is and all the things that we're so used to hearing as Big 12 fans. So it was it's very comforting. It's, it's exciting to see an SEC coach notice a Big 12 team and come this way for a lateral move. He didn't come to be a head coach. He went from defensive coordinator to defensive coordinator, and I think that's huge. He had Auburn playing as the fourth-best defense in the SEC last season. From 2020 to 2021, almost every defensive metric for Auburn was improved with Derek Mason at the helm. And I'm not going to name all of them, but I am going to rattle off a few third-down defense, tackles for loss, first and fourth-down defense, Sacks, scoring defense, rushing defense, and total defense. Again, just to hit on a few. That's not even all of them. These are all things that were improved under the watch of Derek Mason. So I'm very excited to bring him into an Oklahoma State defensive room that is strong. Yes, we lost a lot of people. We're also getting Jason Taylor and Brock Martin and some players back that made a difference for this defense last season. So He's got his work cut out for him, no doubt. That's There's no denying that he's he's got an uphill battle because of what we've been used to the last two seasons, the defense that Jim Knowles made Oklahoma State defense into. Much like Jim Knowles, Derek Mason was a Broyles Award finalist given to the top assistant coach in college football in 2012 when he was the defensive coordinator for Stanford. Oklahoma State defense finished last season ranked fifth nationally. And so, like I said, Mason has massive shoes to fill. The hurt of Jim Knowles leaving hasn't stopped. But I think in terms of, like, finding somebody 
that's that we were all going to be excited about after losing somebody like Jim Knowles. Oklahoma State absolutely nailed this hire. I'm very excited to see what Derek Mason brings to the table. When you're looking at coaches that have ties to Oklahoma State, which is very often coaches that get looked at for opening gigs for vacated jobs, Derek Mason doesn't have any of that. Mike Gundy and him have played against each other once, but they did do the coaches film room in 2020 hosted by ESPN. It's a chance for coaches around the nation to sit together, watch the national championship, talk about what these teams are doing, talk about what their teams are doing. So clearly that I like, I have to imagine that that meeting aided in Mike Gundy being able to land Derek Mason for Oklahoma state, just getting a chance to kind of sit and, you know, they sat for four hours and talked and we know Mike Gundy, he's no shy cat. He's he's going to get the talking done. So if Derek Mason was, you know, listening to what he had to say and, and agreed with a lot of those things, there may have already been a lot of groundwork laid that happened on national television. I actually think I'm going to go back and watch that film room just to kind of see the chemistry between those two and, and see if there's anything that makes you go like, oh, in hindsight, it makes sense that they would want to work together. Mason has already met the Oklahoma State coaching staff. He was able to discuss in depth the defense that Oklahoma State ran last season and and like knew what was happening. And he intends to keep that same vocabulary, the same style of defense with some of his own nuances and, and additions added into it. But he he intends to keep it very similar to last season. He was quoted He said, after meaningful discussions with Coach Gundy these past few weeks about the vision for the program, it became apparent that leading the defense for the Cowboys was the right fit for me. I look forward to working with the student-athletes, coaches, and staff as they continue to build a winning culture of success, inclusion, and integrity on and off the field. The players are hyping him up on Twitter, too, so some excitement is brewing inside that locker room which is a good thing. We went seven weeks and it was kind of just like, you know, when your car has a leak and you're like, Oh, or like your tire, your tire has a leak. I just had a flat tire last week. So I can identify with this. You're like, Oh, I'll just not worry about it until it becomes crucial. And then it becomes crucial much faster than you think it will. I think that's seven weeks looking back on it as a fan, it felt like forever. But when you're playing and they played a bowl game and, had, you know, the transfer and graduation and all these things, it can really stall the hiring process. They also want to make sure they're hiring the right person. So from a fan standpoint, it feels like we waited a long time. It felt like a leaky tire, but I think we patched it up fantastic. I'm very excited about Derek Mason coming to Stillwater to coach the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Like I said, they all seem very excited about having him there too. It'll be interesting to see if any Auburn players come with him or anybody in the transfer portal that was keeping an eye on his landing spot ends up in Stillwater. But we got who we got for right now, and I I love the direction that this team is going. I know we took a big hit this season with transfer portal and NFL declarations, and we're going to talk about that coming up. Some key transfers that are leaving Oklahoma State, some key guys that declared for the NFL draft plus some graduates that are, of course, moving on from the Oklahoma State program. But first, a word from some of our sponsors. Hey, Cowboy fans, I'm here with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. 
My listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code SCORE for $0.25 per gallon or more on your first fill-up cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code SCORE for $0.25 per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a year in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE to get $0.25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. That's code SCORE, S-C-O-R-E. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar makes it easy to stick to your resolution because it tastes good and you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill, Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe better than a candy bar, and it is coated in chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein, and there's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut, almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel mint brownie, and many more. In fact, Built Bar is always coming out with new limited-time flavors. So check out Built.com often to see what's new. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. We have so much to talk about when it comes to the transfer portal and NFL declarations. I'm going to start with some guys that have entered the transfer portal a PSA that I am only ever wishing these young men the best on the next step in their journey. I'm, I'm never faulting anybody for doing what they think is right. I'm also only covering key transfers. Otherwise, we'd be here all evening. So I'm starting first with Hunter Anthony, an offensive lineman. He had been relegated off the starting offensive line. He was playing the second string. He has since signed with Nebraska. He did provide a crucial play during the Notre Dame game. He announced he was transferring before that game, but played it in any way in our bowl game. I think that's fantastic from quite a few of these players. Another player that's transferring, Jaden Jernigan, a defensive lineman, is headed to Missouri. Jaden was technically a second stringer this year, but if you watched any Oklahoma State football, especially to close the season, those last five, six games from Jernigan were absolutely bananas. He played lights out. You know how important he was to our defense. So this one stings. I wish him nothing but uh, good luck and success at Missouri. But this one, this one definitely hurt a little bit just because I saw so much potential in him when he got his chance to play. Desmond Jackson, a running back, has not landed at his next destination yet. But Desmond Jackson played in six games in 2021 for the Cowboys. He had double-digit carries against TCU and against Baylor in the Big 12 championship when Jalen Warren was out. Obviously, that running back room has a lot of youth in it, but but some upcoming potential stars. So 
I could understand him wanting to kind of get his chance to sign, sh shine somewhere. Tanner McAllister, another one that stings, a safety. McAllister is headed to Ohio State to play for the former Oklahoma State defensive coordinator, Jim Knowles. He finished the 2021 season with 28 solo tackles and six pass breakups, including the three he had against Texas Tech. He's another guy whose name was regularly used when you're talking about the Oklahoma State defense. He stepped up when we needed guys to step up. So that one stings, but I understand wanting to go play for Jim Knowles, especially at Ohio State. I wholeheartedly get it. Jarek Bernard Converse, a cornerback. Bernard Converse is a grad transfer heading to LSU. He started 47 games for the Oklahoma State Cowboys and in 2021 was a first-team All-Big 12 selection. This one, it's another one that hurts. Like, I get it, and especially for him, he's in a vet program. He may be looking to get into a vet graduate program somewhere. He was a huge part of the Cowboys' success on defense this season. He finished 2021 with 48 total tackles and 10 pass breakups. I think that's the thing that I associate the most with Bernard Converse is his pass breakups. Feels like he was doing it every game. Shane Illingworth, the backup quarterback. This one hurts specifically me. I'm not sure how it's going to affect the Cowboy quarterback room in the long run, but for me personally, it hurts. I'm very open about my quarterback preferences. I'm definitely more of a pro-style pocket passer quarterback kind of gal. And I, Spencer Sanders played fantastic this season. I'm not taking anything away from him. It's just the style that Shane Illingworth plays with is one that – I, I prefer to watch and always really enjoyed Shane's energy around Stillwater. I don't think he'll have too much trouble finding a new team to call home. The 6'6 sophomore has played in six games, totaling 900 and, uh, 939 yards, seven touchdowns, and two interceptions. With Illingworth leaving the Cowboys quarterback room, after Sanders, it's Gunnar Gundy, Peyton Thompson, and incoming freshman Garrett Rangel. Sanders does still have two years of eligibility left because of the COVID year, so it, it could end up okay. Like I said, I think in the long run, Oklahoma State's quarterback room is going to be fine. This one just hurts me on a personal level. Okay, so that's those are kind of the key guys I'm, I'm looking at and keeping an eye on their rooms in terms of, of dudes that are going into the transfer portal. Now, NFL, guys that declared for the NFL draft – Another PSA that I am once again only wishing success for these players as they take their next step. Israel Antwine, a defensive tackle, a three-year starter for Oklahoma State after transferring from Colorado. Antwine had a really good 2021 season for the Cowboys. He finished with 20 tackles, four for loss, and three sacks. I haven't seen much about Antwine in the draft circuit yet, and he did have another year of eligibility. This one kind of surprised me. I, I was... I would have bet that he was going to use that extra year, but he's betting on himself, and I can't ever knock somebody for that. He thinks he's got it. Go get it then. L.D. Brown, a running back. After six seasons in orange and black, L.D. Brown will attempt to take his skills to the NFL. Brown finished his college career with 1,235 yards nine and nine touchdowns on 214 carries. He also averaged just over 20 yards per kick return, which might provide him with that sneaky upside that NFL owners and coaches and GMs like to acquire. Versatility is key, especially when you're headed to the NFL. They find a guy that can do several things. 
they're going to key in on that guy. So I think that gives him a leg up in terms of, of that competition. Colby Harvell Peel, this one hurts. I know I keep saying that, and I mean it. This one hurts. Like Antoine, Harvell Peel had one more year of eligibility, but decided to take his talents to the NFL, a four-year starter for Oklahoma State. Harvell Peel has been delivering the goods to fans for years now. In 2021, he led the team with three interceptions. For his career, he finished with 237 tackles and 10 interceptions. He's a strong and physical tackler. I think a team is going to take a chance on this guy. He may not go super early, but I think he's almost a lock to to see some draft capital come into play. Next up, we've got Josh Sills, an offensive lineman, technically a left guard, is heading to the NFL draft. This one did not surprise me as much. Sills was a constant starter and a proponent of the successful run game that Oklahoma State had this season. He had another year of eligibility due to injuries in his earlier career, but elected to head to the NFL. There is no shortage of teams that need offensive line help, and he'll get the chance somewhere. I'm pretty sure of it, so I understand that move for him. Trey Sterling, a safety, another one that really hurts. I'm going to stop saying it, I promise. And another player that if they wanted to could have stayed for an additional season. Injuries cost Trey Sterling the majority of his 2021 season after he took over the starting role in 2019. As a Cowboy, Trey Sterling finished with 159 tackles, 22 and a half tackles for loss, three sacks, three interceptions, and 12 pass breakups. Sterling should get the chance to show he's healed up and ready to go in the league. If he tests well through the offseason, I wouldn't be surprised to see his draft stock rise a little bit. Other Oklahoma State players presumably headed to the NFL, but were also out of eligibility. Devin Harper, an outside linebacker, 96 total tackles, 6 sacks, and 15 quarterback hurries in the 2021 season. His draft stock is trending up, and a pro day and possible combine invite will be huge for him. Jalen Warren, of course, we all know Jalen Warren, our star running back from this season, didn't get near the attention he deserved, in my opinion, from a national standpoint. He was a clear leader for Oklahoma State's offense. He changed the game. He changed the script of the game every time he was in. He changed the momentum when the ball was in his hands. He's a tough runner. He refuses to be tackled, and that's the kind of things that NFL head coaches love. According to DraftScout.com, Jalen's draft stock is also rising in 2021. Even through dealing with some injuries, the running back finished with 256 carries for 1,216 yards and 11 touchdowns. I think he'll definitely get a shot at running the rock for a team in the NFL. Tay Martin, wide receiver. Martin is a strong wide receiver who attacks the ball at the high point. We watched him do it all season. He goes up and makes the catch when he needs to do it. He it's it's that same thing we saw with Tylen Wallace. I don't think they're the same kind of wide receiver, but they both very much excel in attacking at the high point and coming down with contested catches. He did have a couple heartbreaking drops last season for the Cowboys, but all in all was a focal point of the offense. I don't think those drops are going to come back and bite him in any significant way. He seems to be picking up some traction in the NFL draft circles and should be a show out for the East and West Shrine Bowl. I wouldn't be surprised if he continues to gain traction through that that all-star bowl and, and just some more people seeing him.
Christian Holmes, a cornerback, made some noise during the 2022 Hula Bowl, another all-star bowl. Uh, Christian Holmes finished 2021 with 30 tackles and seven pass breakups, but he has been making some noise after that 2022 Hula Bowl. Danny Godlewski, a center offensive lineman, a difference maker when he was playing for Oklahoma State. You could tell how insufficient the offensive line was when Danny wasn't out there playing. As I mentioned with Josh Sills, there's no lack in teams that need offensive line help. What I believe to be the most important unit on the football field, Godleski will hopefully be playing in the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl, and it will be a good chance for him to show that he he's healthy and ready to go since he didn't get to finish the season due to an injury. So I'm very excited to see him back on the field. I really like watching offensive linemen. If you guys have ever listened to this show, you know that. I'm, I'm very excited to see the prospect of his future. And last but most certainly not least, Malcolm Rodriguez, the number one linebacker in our humble opinions. Rodriguez was also invited to the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl to show off in front of NFL teams. He's going to get knocked for his size. He's just 5'11". He's going to get knocked by scouts for his size. But we all know how much it doesn't matter for him. He's fast, he's mean, he's hungry. He collects on tackles every time he goes for him. He turns on a dime. He'll he'll be a steal for whichever NFL team decides to take that chance on a guy that's two inches shorter than what they're normally looking for. He continues to show up in draft rising articles. So he'll be I think he has the potential to become a media darling right in front of our eyes. I wouldn't be surprised to see him continue to march up draft boards and and in draft rankings and mock drafts and everything that you're seeing. So that's the thing I'm keeping an eye on. I think he's absolutely going to continue to see a rise. Rodriguez finished 2021 with 123 tackles, 16 for loss, two sacks, 10 quarterback hurries, and a legacy of linebacker play that cannot be measured on paper. It can't be measured in stats. What he brought to the Oklahoma State defense it's never going to be shown on a stat sheet. The stat sheet is always going to be half the story of what Malcolm Rodriguez brought to the table. His play is so disruptive. I'm very excited to see who takes that chance on him and how much he grows at the next level because I think he's going to be lights out. Coming up, I'm going to do my favorite thing, complain about the NCAA. But first, Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue to march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You just use promo code LOCKED ON to get started from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. So as I'm recording this, Oklahoma State just lost in a heartbreaker of a game to Iowa State in overtime, uh, partly because the Big 12 refs are atrocious and horrendous and awful and every other word I can think of. I cannot believe that they called that offensive goaltending 
I'm going to have nightmares about it. Avery Anderson, however, played lights out. 34 points for him and new career high. And I, if I remember correctly, and maybe I'm not, but I feel like last season he also took a little while to kind of completely come undone and be the Avery Anderson that we knew at the end of last season. Kind of seems we're seeing that again. If we've unlocked Avery Anderson, it's lights out from here on out. Now, which brings me to my main point, the NCAA. Had the NCAA not banned Oklahoma State from any postseason play, we are looking at a Big 12 conference that potentially could have 10 bids into the NCAA tournament. All 10 teams. That's how good the Big 12 football, uh, Big 12 football, see, I've got to switch over. The Big 12 basketball league is. It's so good that all 10 teams could potentially be NCAA tournament bids. Now, obviously, that's not going to happen because Oklahoma State is banned. They're not going to any postseason play this season. So if all nine teams go and Oklahoma State record-wise should have been bid into the NCAA tournament, what kind of what what kind of rhetoric is that going to spread? It's going to get ugly. I'm ready to get a job with the NCAA, infiltrate, and then take it down. That's my new plan. So it's it's, and then they go and I know last week the NCAA releases that they've rewritten a rule that players and coaches that weren't on the team when the infraction happened can no longer be punished. Now, they didn't do that to screw Oklahoma State. By proxy, they've screwed Oklahoma State. But they changed the rule so that they don't have to reprimand Kansas's current players. So that KU basketball remains intact and everything is fine there. We got the, pardon my French, shit end of the stick. NCAA does not like Oklahoma State. I will die on this hill that they have some kind of villain origin story with us, which is fine. It's fine. Just admit it. Just say we don't like them. So that's why we keep doing these things. It's absolutely insane that the players that are on this Oklahoma State team, some of which were in eighth grade. Do you remember? Just I went. Everybody sit back and remember what you were doing in eighth grade and imagine then being in college and being like, oh, well, we're going to punish you for a thing that you weren't a part of. And also while you were in eighth grade, figuring out life and, and just trying to get your grounding. It's I, every day I get mad about it. And then every night I have to be like, you have to put it to bed. There's nothing you can do about it. And then I wake up in the morning and get re mad. It's a vicious cycle, and I'm very much looking forward to it being over. I like what Oklahoma State is doing. We are going to talk more about basketball as I as we kind of phase out of football talk. So I promise more basketball talk to come. We've got SEC weekend coming up. All of that is coming the rest of the week. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. Now head to your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets. Hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at Lindellians or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!